Aloha, Love Tribe. Welcome to the Big Dream School podcast, where we explore the art, science, and soul of rocking our world by doing simple things each day. I believe the big dream of the planet is for all life to co-thrive in delicious harmony. And when we align our dream with the big dream of the planet, we can achieve the world's greatest challenges, the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals. If you care about making a big difference on our planet, this podcast is designed for you. Each week, we mix the medicine of music, the magic of manifesting, and the mastery of our body, mind, and soul by doing one simple thing in the seven-day Rock Our Dreams experiments that help you move the needle forward on your big dream and the big dream of the planet. I'm your very grateful host, DJ Valerie Belove, the Vibe Goddess former self-abuser turned radical self-lover. Everybody inhale love to your beautiful self with me. And exhale peace out to our planet. Hmm, now doesn't that just feel divine? All right, let's get ready to rock this. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, the giggle fest is about to begin, everybody. Aloha. So, I'm so grateful to be sitting here in the clouds with who I consider to be the world's best artist. Oh my God. I know. I know. I do. I swear to God on my life, you are the best artist on the planet. And she's Valley. I, and I've said this to you so many times and you're like, well, I don't know, but I'm like, dude, you are. So, all right, love tribe. This artist, her name is Kudra Clover and she is an abstract biomorphic silk painter. Like what the heck is that? Right. When you guys start checking out her work, I'm going to have all of her links and everything your head's going to explode and it's not even going to do it justice because she's like, when you see her stuff up close and personal, when it's really big, you're just like, what the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) You know, like how did that come out of you? It's like a a psychedelic cross section of earth meets blood cells meets, you know, alien life form. But like, it's so, it's so elegant. Like your work is so elegant and you're an exotica DJ. You do multimedia installations with, your husband and you video map giant buildings with your art and you have the community come and celebrate with you. You're just, she's amazing. So Kudra has studied at the Columbia college in Chicago and she has a jungle studio in Maui and that's where she gets to make all of her art. Um, also where I met Valerie. Um, yeah. Right. So I want everybody to say hi. Hi Kudra. Aloha. She's visiting from Maui. Aloha everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, Okay, let's talk about the song of the week. We're just jamming straight into the song of the week with Kudra. So what what did you pick? Okay, she asked me to pick a song that, I don't know, just the first song that came to mind, and it is Nothing But Flowers by the Talking Heads, and it, that song makes me cry. Like you, we just, She just played this for me, and it's not a song I really was familiar with, and she started bawling. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And so why is this song important I mean, to you? I mean, it's an old song. I mean, I think it's, what, like 20 years old or more, but I don't know, it just... He says stuff like, this is a parking lot. Now it's all covered with daisies. So you know where we're at in the world. We're just destroying nature left and right. And I can't take it. And this song is like, 
we got past that and it's all over with and now we're just covered with flowers yeah <laughs> and why is that so important to you um i can't i you know the world is such a beautiful place and we're systematically destroying it and killing off the last rhino and you know just I, i'm getting choked up again i just you know i can't see nature be destroyed we have enough humans. We have too many humans already. We need to chill out on the mating thing. But, you know, we can, who knows if we're going to be able to control that. But we can't control wiping out the rest of the animals and wiping out the rest of the plants and ruining the environment. And it, I can't tolerate it. And I don't know what to do about it either. Well, it seems like you're doing a lot with your art. I mean, to me, like when I see your art, I see the beauty of nature and I see the mystery of nature and you bring it forward well it's miraculous and i like to i'm really into the microscopic stuff right now because it's every little thing counts big things count little things count microscopic things count like we could wipe out one little microscopic thing and that could really be a big deal to us that we don't even know about so looking under a microscope and expanding things is kind of like i don't know it's fun and there's really beautiful a beautiful world down there and and I don't just paint that. I mix in some abstract stuff and I kind of make up my own world. But it's a really good place to start to look under a microscope and see how beautiful the world is down there. And just, I'm still, I'm like looking at a tapestry that you gave me and it's so, it's, I still don't even know how the heck you do this. Like your, your artwork and the way, your technique is insane. I, and I, I can't even imagine how the heck you have so much patience to do what you do, dude. And I'm not a patient person, which is really, it's weird because I like, I like quick things like video and throw up an installation in a day and do something really fast. But silk painting is like, it's an ancient art and it takes a long time and a lot of patience. And I tried it just on a fluke at a friend's and I don't know, it's stuck. It got a hold of me and I don't know, it's like, what is it? Like 12 years later, maybe 14 years later, I'm still doing it and I'm, nowhere near being a master at it it's it's hard it's super hard but you're blowing up like you just had this insane installation literally insane called hysteria (laughs) 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 in Maui and when you and Ben showed me all of the videos and everything that came from came through through both of you I mean oh my gosh tell us about hysteria um, Hysteria was a, a solo show. Well, it is a solo show because I'm going to be doing it again coming up in two years um, in California. Um, but uh, it was first presented at the Hui No Yao um, last April. And uh, I got two rooms. And one room I put up all my silk paintings. And the other room I wanted to do something completely different and installation-wise. So I do love video and I do love interactive art. So I kind of went bananas Um it was going to be called overstimulated, like how I think we are in the world. There's just too much going on and too much to handle. And like there's, you know, it's just cell phones and computers and selfies and immediate gratification and our government's going crazy. And it's just like, ah, we're going crazy. So it was going to be called that. And then um, I was having a, a bit of a personal female health issue that involved a lot of bleeding. I'm okay now, but there was a, a year and a half, almost two years there. It was a pretty scary situation. And an art critic recommended I, I change the name to Hysteria, and she didn't even know my condition, so it was perfect. I'm like, oh my God, like, ding, I just saw the, as soon as she said that, I saw completely what I was going to do, which was, do you want me to, do you want me to describe what it is? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want you to say, because this definition of Hysteria that we have on your website that I pulled, like, oh, hey, read it. Read, uh, no, you read that. You read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hysteria. Okay, so Hysteria is 
exaggerated or uncontrollable motion or excitement, especially among a group of people, feverishness, hysterics, fit of madness, derangement. Here's the best part, people. Formerly regarded as a disease specific to women caused by, you guessed it, the, the uterus. uterus. Dun, 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 dun. So tell oh, Yudi. Oh, <laughs> so what, I mean, it's so remarkable what you did and just the feeling of looking at the show and looking at everything, it does feel like it's extremely, um, it feels like I was going through a little bit of stuff too. And it's like, rah, it's like crazy, but it's beautiful and it's inside and out. I don't know. Like, how did this come through? Well, um, I used mainly the colors red and a lot of um, like um, uh, aquas and bright kind of a green aqua, which kind of makes you think of like a 3D technicolor kind of in your face. Pretty aggressive colors. And the whole room is that. And um, to kind of symbolize what's going on in the world, like we have immediate gratification and we have like everything's like made to order and um, just quick, 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 fast, fast, fast. Um, uh, Ubiquitous computing, everything right now. Me, me, me. Uh, I printed fabric for the chairs on velvet, and then I had wallpaper printed, and I had um, the carpeting printed, and I had dresses for dancers printed, and we did video of it. And this is all comes from the art that was in the other room. And we had chocolates printed that even had like endometrium cells on it. And we had, um, let's see, what else was there? There was metal prints made of it, and then we video mapped the front of, I say we because my husband was there with me the whole way, Bennett Yashin. Uh, we video mapped the outside of the uh, the Hui opening night of all the cells and um, the biomorphic stuff floating around on on the surface of the building. So it was just kind of like it was like overstimulated hysteria. So you and everyone showed up on opening night wearing red. So it was kind of like bam in your face. In your face. <laughs> like I I I experience your art as like a cross between like Dr. Seuss meets yeah. Pixar <laughs> meets you know the underworld of you know the microscopic stuff like you're saying like cross sections of like the, the rainforest and um and then this one you had with the furniture i mean you made furniture like this like was henry the 14th or so i don't know somebody was referring to that in one of the articles kudra's in a ton of articles and all these magazines and the silk world um she's the bomb um. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to happen I'm getting excited I, I found um, a bunch I wanted to use Baroque furniture because it's just like it's over the top and I had seen um, I had just seen a Time magazine right before I did it with Donald Trump and his family and they had just redone the White House to like something like ridiculous like 2.7 million dollars and they got all Baroque furniture and I was thinking this is like Marie Antoinette and they're just sitting around eating chocolates and everybody else is you know the 1% all like cozy in their little Versailles and so I had a little bit of that going on in my head. So hence the chocolates and the and the, the baroque furniture, which I painted blight, um, blood red, and then I covered it with this velvet that is all like all the microscopic stuff, but like mirrored and and warped and crazy. But it, it but it holds together. If you put it all together, it's I guess you got to see it. It's hard to describe, really. I just I think it's so like you. And then you had an interactive art table as well. So like you're you're just you're not somebody who's like making like here's my flat stuff on the wall like you create an experience for people to go through and feel 
your art. Yeah, there was you feel a, it themselves was a, through your art. It was a it was a baroque table, and I cut the center of it out and put like a flat screen touch table underneath, and I took some of the same images, but a little bit altered that, of like the wallpaper and the upholstery, and they were on the touch screen, and you could take them apart and rearrange them, and then make your own art out of it, and then email it to yourself, and then I got your email too, so now you can be in my I don't know email list. But so why is it important? for you that people get to interact and make their own versions of art? Like, why is that so important that everybody, you know, like your installations are interactive? I want everyone to be included and everyone to be creative. I want to inspire people to be creative and I want people to play and have fun. And art sometimes is stuffy and serious. And I do like that part of it too. I'm gonna admit, I like people coming in and there's like there's like one blue painting on the wall and you're looking at it it's so serious. <laughs> <laughs> but then I like to go the completely other direction and just go crazy and play and have fun and make something. And you can learn from people doing that too. And they send me, I have like hundreds of images of people sent me from this table. Wow. And and to see how different people can come up with, and I gave them like certain parameters. They could only do these different things. I only gave them maybe like maybe like. 25 different elements to work with and different color backgrounds and bam every single one was different wow and so okay so for our experiment of the week we talked about what why don't you say it um well um what was our experiment of the week (laughs) (laughs) we talked about Uh, a lot but it's it's leaving the world every day like leaving the world more beautiful than you found it in you know when you go to bed like oh my god yeah like the simplest thing like why is that so important because what does it do to us to see beauty and feel beauty and be a part of creating the beauty the world is kind of getting a little ugly right now i think we can all agree there's some ugliness out there and we each have the ability to make it better. It's kind of the Burning Man philosophy too. Leave it better than you left it. You know, like if you can, if you could, you know, pick some garbage up or take a little piece of art to a friend or or, or dress up nice, a little bit nicer. Just to, you know, Valerie and I were at a concert the other day and we saw a girl that was like super dressed up, like she was so cute. Oh my God, dude! We were at Spangle at Red Rocks. Kudra and her husband flew out from Maui to come check out this concert. Woo, we were spangled. We were. Sp- Bongalicious, dude. <laughs> yeah, seeing these people coming out and dressing it up and just going, you know, going that extra mile to like just really be beautiful and awesome. It just makes you happy. And life should be happy and it should be fun and it should be beautiful. That's it. Simple. Yeah. Beautify your world every day. Put a little extra effort in. Yeah, like any tiny little thing. Like whether it's like arranging something to make it nicer, like you said, picking up a piece of trash. Like there's a million ways you can make. Or if you're a big contractor and you're listening to this, don't make ugly strip malls. Make pretty strip malls. <laughs> and if you don't know how to make pretty strip malls, hire an artist. They need money. <laughs> they will help you and you'll have a good time. Oh my God, dude. I love that mm-hmm. when you were talking about that. So so everybody, you guys, so something simple with the seven-day experiment. Just what can you do to make your life a tiny bit more beautiful? Or someone else's. Or, so, or oh, both. Totally, <laughs> both. And I love what you said because it's like that girl that – that beautiful woman at the show, like she couldn't see what she looked like, you know, but she did it for us. Like she decorated herself to, you know, we got the pleasure of her, her art. She gave her a shout out. Hey, Kat. I know, Kat, I love you. You're like amazing. Like seriously. (laughs) It was so fun hanging out. And so I just think, you know, there's, there's lots of ways we can show up and you do not have to qualify or call yourself. I'm an artist in order to make things beautiful. I think a lot of people have hangups like, oh, well, I'm not an artist, so who am I to like go beautify the world? Well, you're fucking human, so go do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and there's so many ways you can make things beautiful. Like whether, you know, again, it's the picking up the trash or the smile that you share with somebody. Take your mother flowers, anything, you know, some just little things. Totally. <laughs> it make, it does make a difference. So I want to see how you guys do at the end of the week after every day, you're like mindfully, you know, doing this. I just, when I said the word mindfully, it made me think of mind flower, which is a project that I know it's, it's, it's in the works, something that's coming through for you and your beloved and a crew of artists. So it's totally in pre-production, but it's going to be an art experience that you go through and it's, it's interactive, but there's also art to just look at and you can participate and go through and it's going to be on Maui and kind of all I should say, probably. Okay. Just look for mind flower when you come to Maui. Mind flower is going to blow your mind. Um, (laughs) you get it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) so you've been compared to, uh, filmmaker David Cronenberg, who did The Fly. He was a director of like over 40 movies. He's done The Fly, Dead Zone, Videodrome. You've also been compared to uh, 1970s feminist creator of the multimedia masterpiece, The Dinner Party, Ms. Judy Chicago. How does, why do you think you're being compared to these two beautiful artists? What, 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 when you heard that, like you're like, well, how do I relate to these two? Gosh, I don't know. These guys are like, these are gods to me, but yay I'm super happy that someone said that um I guess probably David Cronenberg because he's probably just a little bit dark and weird and twisted and into the like technological world I would guess you know he did Naked Lunch which is probably one of my favorite movies ever so when um Betty Ann Brown is the one she's an art critic that compared me and I was just like oh yeah but I'm like really (laughs) thanks thanks Betty (laughs) um and Judy Chicago um, was from uh, Mary Edna Fraser, who's one of my idol silk painters. Um, she paints huge silk. She's awesome. We're going to do a show together coming up. Um, but she, uh, um, I'll let you know more about that as soon as I know. But um, it's going to be called Micro to Cosmos. So she's going to be painting big cosmic silks, and I'm going to be doing my micro. Oh, dude. And we actually have a guy named Mark Mercury. He's going to do the music for it. And yes, that's his real name. And he composes music for like the, the galaxies. Yeah, and that's his real name, I guess, if I understand. I haven't met him yet, but I've heard his music. It's pretty cool. Wow. And uh, Benny's going to help us with video. And I would guess she compared me to a feminist artist because of the whole uterus and the hysteria. And, yeah, and, and, yeah, and um, she did an article about me, and I had just heard um, on the radio about a woman. I can't think of her name right now, but she wrote a book called Ask Me About My Uterus, um, where we have to like validate women's pain because it's it's given less attention than men's, you know? And I spent so so much time and research and going to like over 12 Western med- medicine doctors and not getting any answers about what, it, and going down these rabbit holes of researching about what to do. And I have so many friends with the same issue. It's not a, a rare issue, you know? And there's like so much more money spent on male pattern baldness or Viagra as compared to like having a fibroid in your uterus, <laughs> you know? Totally and, there, and here's your option. Cut your uterus out. Ch- ch- oh. Cut that sucker out. I just, a girlfriend of mine just went through that t- uh, about 10 days ago and she had to do a massive hysterectomy because she had this fibroid and the fibroid came out and it was like the size of a child. It was like four pound little thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And how, 
I don't like first of all how is that growing inside all of us and well, is that well, normal well which brings me back around to again thinking about nature on a microscopic level yeah. I personally believe that it has to do with microfibers and plastic that we can't even see and our body takes it in and thinks it's estrogen and not just not just ladies men watch out you could get man boobs like we have to stop this microfiber business we have to st- I hate talking about plastic I'm, we're in the plastic age yeah. I mean we didn't we have a bronze age we had a what else did we have we had a industrial age how come we didn't have a plastic age this is a freaking plastic <laughs> age for sure the graduate plastics my boy well it's it's unfortunate well and and so okay so then let's let's circle on really quick to okay guys so the new format for big dream school podcast is that the intention is we're going to have our seven day experiment we're going to you know of course rock a song of the week but i think it's so important and one of the biggest things that we can do with our big dreams is align them with a bigger dream of the whole planet and I think the big dream of the whole planet is for all life to co-thrive in delicious harmony, right? Mm-hmm. And so how does that happen? How is that achieved? And so um, a friend of mine, Heidi Kapari, turned me on to the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals. And she runs an organization called Dream Tank. Um, and they teach social entrepreneurship for kids. But I'm just giving you a shout out, Heidi, because I love you to pieces. But, Hi, Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> but because of her, I realized, I was like, what if we all had the opportunity to align our big dream with something bigger than ourselves? Like it would help us like move through depression. It would help us move through feeling disempowered, disconnected. And you know, that like, okay, the world actually does have hope, you know? And so the United Nations created these 17 sustainable development goals. And so with the podcast each week, I'm going to just share one of the sustainable development goals. And we kind of try to tailor the podcast a little bit around what that goal is and for this week the goal is number 15 it's life above land and so the idea is protecting and restoring and promoting um, the sustainable use of our ecosystems and sustainably managing forests and halting biodiversity loss and so this really sits with what Kudra's up to with her art you know and uh, admiring it from such a microscopic level and creating art out of it so that it makes you think like, wow, look at all the things that were made. Every little thing counts. Every little tiny microscopic thing counts. It does. And so every little action that we take, every little action, every little thought, it does matter. And so like if we're choosing to admire a world and make it more beautiful each day with these seven day experiments, like that we're doing this week, it's like, can you get more in alignment with the earth and what can you do to like feel more connected because we are these interconnected beings with the plants and with the animals and with everything there's no like separation and so um so the organization so we like to talk about an organization with the uh that's related to the goals and kudra uh really loves the mer the merwin conservancy and they use art to save nature and they're based in hawaii so what you know there's gardens and there's art and this gentleman just passed but like what a cool thing well, he's, he's a he's a poet laureate you know, and he's, um, and he was very into the environment and he created, I haven't been to it yet, I have to admit, but I can't wait to go, but like a huge swath of property where he's got, um, you know, native species growing. And artists like looking at their website and you get, I'm going to leave everything in the show notes for you guys at djvaleriebeloved.com and the podcast. And so they they showed artists just in this, all these fields of nature with their palms and all, you know, and it's like. I believe they just, they're just starting a residency program for artists to come there too. Wow. And so use, like, 
you know, get in touch guys. It, it doesn't have to be this particular organization, but like if you care about the earth, like Pachamama Alliance, there's a ton of organizations out there that are about, you know, the nature conservancy and all these different places, like figure out how you can make part of your life's work associated with something bigger than yourself. So figure out one of these goals figure that you might be resonating with and then figure out an organization that you can partner with and do something with your art or with your business or with or just help them out on events i mean there's so much stuff you can do to just help these organizations you don't have to like donate a bunch of money if you can't but you can just go help them yeah and, and micro things make a difference they really do just call up their staff and say you're doing a great job yeah. they would love that <laughs> it's like Woo-hoo, we got this so i'm just really grateful that we get to do this so i, I want to circle back with you kudra because you know, your art, people can find your art all over the place. You have a permanent collection at the Hawaii State Museum of Art. You've been exhibited in Chicago, Denver, Japan, China. Holy shit, dude. Black Rock City, a.k.a. Burning Man, Honolulu, Maui. <laughs> um, but something that's coming up that's really a massive, massive big deal. And it's in two years starting tomorrow, I think, because today's May 7th. So tomorrow's May 8th. You said two years from tomorrow in 2021. Tell me about where you're going to be. Uh, it's called uh, the Moa Museum of Art and History in Lancaster, which is uh, 40 miles outside of L.A. in a very cool, deserty area. Um, and I'm going to have a show there. Um, uh, Andy Campione is the curator. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And three rooms. That's huge. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> a lot of work to do. And you've been you know, it's two years away and you're already like, holy cow, I got to prep for this and make all this art and do all these, like, just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's going to take some work, but you, you're seeing me now, but you're not going to see me. <laughs> I'm going to go underground. <laughs> what do you hope people get when they leave that exhibit? I don't know. I'm pretty simple. I just want them to have a really good time, feel inspired, be happy, you know, have fun, interact with each other, you know, like going to an art opening is really fun because it gives you something to think about, gives you something to talk about. Mine will hopefully give you something to do, hands on. You get to meet people, you know. Maybe uh, wave two would be I hope you think about the environment and realize how important it is. I hope you think about beauty and how they're related. And and level three would be maybe you take action, you know. Yeah, like so. go do something for your own mm-hmm. little environment. And- mm-hmm which will impact the big environment. (laughs) Okay. So, um, okay. You said 15 years ago, what would you say to yourself 10 years ago now, knowing what you know now, this artist, this beautiful artist who's just getting going, getting her groove on. What would you say to yourself? Oh gosh, Val. Um, stop wasting time. Just get, get to it. Get going. Stop doubting yourself and just go. It doesn't even matter if you aren't good to yourself. Um, my friend just gave me a quote by, I can't remember who it was. Oops. My friend Joy gave me a quote by another artist. It said, you're the only one that can make what comes out of you. you you're not allowed to judge it. You just have to make it. That's your job. <laughs> just do it. It sounds like a Martha Graham thing. It sounds like I remember Martha, there's something about Martha Graham with dancing and just being, mm-hmm. you're the only one that can do mm-hmm. the thing. So. Mm-hmm. It's so true, right? And you might not like what comes out of you. I was just working with another artist, and she was like, "This," and I love her art. Um, 
uh, Beth Kavner does these sculptures and she's like this isn't even the art I would make if I could make it but this is what comes out of me I'm like are you kidding this is I want to make your art you can make mine let's trade <laughs> I love your art I mean but yeah it's, it's interesting that you like birth something out of you and you're like that can't what like hysteria came out of me like whoa dude but you know I'm used to it now well and, and, and so I want to ask another question like how do you how do you receive guidance on like you know it's one thing to be like I don't know, like I'm supposed to go do an art project for a client, but like you receive this, like these are massive downloads. Like your art is so exceptional to me. Like everything I see, I'm always just like, "Uh, uh, uh." like, where did that come from? Like it's otherworldly, but it's a hundred percent of this world. You know what I mean? Like you have this like inner outer space thing going on. Like where do you get your guidance to, to, and then how do you say yes to it? Um, I kind of don't have a choice. You know, if I try to force something to be a certain way when I'm painting, this is kind of specific, but like I stretch my silk out flat and I, I'm going to, like a lot of silk painters paint, like sketch out what they're going to do first. A lot mm-hmm. of silk painters paint flowers or Asian scenes. That's what you mostly see silk painters doing. Um, and you, and it's really good to have it, you know what you're going to do ahead of time because the silk lays flat, it's stretched, you lean over it and you drop dye basically onto the silk and um, with resist or wax to hold the dye in that place. So to try to freestyle is kind of crazy. It's kind of a dumb idea. So, you know, I've tried to plan things out, but that doesn't work because there's something else kind of pushing through me that wants to come through and it wants to like go, we're going to swoop this direction or we're going to go over here. So it's kind of like I have a 50-50 relationship with pre-planning and what's going to come from the universe. So I've just, I just got to give over. And you, and you just let it go. And, mm-hmm. and earlier today we were talking about, you know, it takes you sometimes days to be in your flow, you know, and because especially if you're getting interrupted with, you know, I don't want to say interrupted, but like dealing with all that boring life stuff, like regular (laughs) life, you know, that we all have to deal with. And so what advice do you have for artists out there who, you know, who are get a studio and get away from people for a little bit. Or if you have to work around people, make sure they're in your same headspace and you need to zone out and let go and let hear what's coming through. You need to be like your own Oracle. Mm. you know you need to let it come through and don't doubt it it might be scary what comes through but just let it at least let it come out and then look at it if you don't like it then throw it out but like let it come through because there's a message yeah yeah oh I love that okay I'm I'm like a I'm I like to play with art and I'm not like you anymore. Yeah, you, Valerie <laughs> no. is a great musician and DJ. You're famous. Oh my god! No, 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 no. I'm just like I'm like I, I'm the quintessential dabbler. But <laughs> but I just like I just I feel like you're right. Like it helps to just like get out of your own freaking way. Like mm-hmm. don't try to like control the whole thing. But use your mm-hmm. technique. And so you have great technique, obviously, and you know play with that. So um, okay, anything that you would like to share on this last little nugget of moments together? Um, come to the show in 2021. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> 2021. It's it far away, but it really does. Gives you time like... to buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my God. I love you so much. I love you so much. Thanks for <laughs> like sharing your art with the world and thanks for just being you. And I know, you know, you've been through the ups and downs of, like, should I do this? Am I supposed to, you know, how, how am I supposed to go out and do this art thing? And like, you're just, you're doing it. And I'm so impressed and so proud of you. And I love that you have given yourself space and permission to create because it just keeps getting better. 
Like you just Thanks, keep really? like, the bomb diggity doo dah. Like I, you guys, I swear to God, like you have to go see Kudra's art in person. It's it, your head will explode and your heart will just feel so yummy and happy. Like how did she make that? Like that's what you're going to say to yourself. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Thanks, Valley. You're the best, honey. I love you. I love you. Yay. All right. So you guys get on over. You can go to djvaleriebelove.com forward slash podcast and you can get show notes for this episode. I'm going to have all of Kudra's links. Kudra, we can find you on like Instagram and Facebook um, with Kudra Clover, C-U-D-R-A-C-L-O-V-E-R. And um, in hysteria.space if you want to see the crazy red installation. Oh, dude, you have to go to hysteria.space. I'm going to have all these links in the show notes, but for those of you who are not, you know, going to go to the show notes, like you can check out kudraclover.com and, but the hysteria, you know, there's a link for hysteria.space there. It's just, it's mind blowing. She had dancers, she had performance artists, she had like the video mapping. I think that's what's just so cool about you too, Kudra. Like you're not just like, you're not one dimensional with your, like how to experience art like that you're you really are integrating technology and i think that's where the david cronenberg thing comes in so um yeah you're you're masterous i love you honey well you're my sister techie geek (laughs) (laughs) five dude techie (laughs) geeks unite (laughs) all right love tribe until Mm -hmm. next time i'm just so grateful and i'm so grateful to you kudra for spending time with us and thanks for the interview valley and great podcast i listen to it (laughs) (laughs) it's just you know it's a work in progress i'm still like i'm just learning Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm just scratching the surface so this is like so it's so neat to get to sit with people and talk about their passion and their purpose and how we can all go do something to make a difference on the planet. So thanks. Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> all right. Aloha. Try. Aloha. Love. All right, sparkly love tribe. Thank you so much for listening. I know you are super busy and you care deeply about making a difference on our planet. So I hope these little nuggets of inspiration and actionable wisdom support you and your big dream. If today is the day you say yes to changing your life and the planet by doing one simple thing, then head on over to djvaleriebelove.com forward slash podcast to get show notes and your free dream sheet for this week's seven day rock our dreams experiment along with my gift to you of a very special seven day video training to support you on your magical journey of rocking big dreams and leaving the world a better place join me live at the dj valerie be love facebook page every manifesting monday and thankful thursday at 11 11 a.m mountain standard to get powerful tips and nourishing support on the weekly rock our dreams experiments and because i love you i don't want you to miss any life-changing episodes so do yourself a big favor and head on over to apple spotify or google Podcasts to subscribe to the big dream school podcast And while you're at it, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review so other people can benefit from this podcast too. Mahalo. And until the next time, my beautiful love tribe, this is DJ Valerie Beloved, the vibe goddess, sending from my heart to yours. Peace, love, and aloha.